0: Hello and welcome back to Analytics at ServiceNow with your host, Alex Sanginov. This is season two, and we are excited to cover the ins and outs of a day in the life of analytics roles and their contribution in creating value to fuel the company's growth. In this episode, we're joined by Avery Lotman, Senior Business Insights Analyst and Cheris Batia, manager, Business Insights, who finds a needle from a haystack day in, day out. So let's dive into finding that needle in this episode. Hello and welcome to the show. Avery, Cheris. how are you guys doing? And how is San Diego in Hydrobot?
1: I'm really good. Uh, San Diego is great. It's sunny as it is most of the time of the year.
2: Awesome. Hey, Alex. Thanks for having us. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Uh, the weather in Hyderabad is good. Uh, it's start of summers here, uh, so yeah, we are getting ready for it.
0: Awesome. Well, I'm super excited to have you both on the show. And uh, a quick, you know, look back in season one, where we covered the research and insights uh, episode with Meredith last season. So for those who haven't uh, uh, who haven't listened to it, highly encourage everyone to listen to that episode. And that was an overview of the research and insight team as a whole. Now, I would like to see what does it look like on the ground from your perspective as you go and through through all sorts of data and a lot of you know action-packed uh, insights that we see you know coming out from this team. So, looking forward to it.
2: Sure, Alex. Yes, as discussed in the previous sessions, R and I team tries to answer strategic business questions for ServiceNow leadership team. We provide actionable insights across the entire customer journey. We name it from marketing to sales, then to after service and support, and and once at the renewals as well. So on the ground level, the work is very interesting and challenging at the same time, especially when you know the kind of impact our study or work will make. So this brings a, at the same time this brings a sense of responsibility on our shoulders as well. When you right. know, know your work, uh, it makes so much impact. I'll talk about some uh, about the team on the ground. So what it needs to be successful in our current business insights analyst role. We believe that two things are very important. First, it's a business understanding of the entire customer journey of a typical ServiceNow customer. Second, data understanding and analytics skills. So most of our team members have both of these competencies. Also, team members have diverse skill sets and backgrounds. So some of us come from consulting background, some of us come from pure analytics background and some even from data science. So this brings a different perspective to the table, which is very important in our work. Uh, Talking about the studies we do, we can broadly uh, categorize them into two types. One is the long-term studies. Second, short-term studies. I'll quickly talk about long-term studies before I pass to Avery for talking on the uh, long, uh, short-term studies and our mission control function. Right. In long term studies uh, are mostly strategic and tactical in nature. So most of them are cross functional and and deep dives into multiple areas. Output of these long term studies include detailed recommendations for the business and uh, typically these take two to eight weeks uh, to complete. So I, I'll request Avery to uh, talk more about our mission control piece and uh, our short term studies. Right. Thanks,
1: Chairs. So our, our mission control arm of, of the research and insights team really originated from the idea that the analytics org is the primary gatekeeper manager and visualizer of all the data ingested by ServiceNow. Um, right. and with, as Chairs mentioned, kind of with that power comes, uh, opportunity and responsibility. Right. Um, we've previously talked, I think on the podcast about the knowledge graph, uh, with various parties within our org. And we feel as if mission control really takes that one step further. A little over a year ago, we were, we were challenged to develop more ways to be proactive rather than reactive. Um, mission control aims to build that muscle by proactively monitoring not only our analytics assets, but the state of our business as well by applying business context on top of the metrics that we see on those assets. We focus in primarily in two areas, proactive business monitoring, which I kind of mentioned. Um, that includes using our analytics assets to keep an eye out for any signals or trends that we need to surface to leadership. And then as Cheris mentioned, there's also short-term studies. I would say the short-term studies are usually generated through some of these trends we see in dashboards. dashboards. <laughs> or through um, conversations with different teams, different leaders within the business, mm. to really identify what's top of mind for them and what directly affects our company priorities.
0: Right. I love you know, the saying, power and influence with data has never been greater before, right? especially with this team. So quick uh, follow-up in terms of you know, the long-term and short-term given you know the long term time frame is 2 to 8 weeks how do you manage the expectations for that long i can only imagine you know a vp waiting for like 8 weeks to get an answer if you can walk me through double click there
1: yeah uh, we are a i would say a small but mighty team of 9 people across the globe you know focused in india right. and california And our work, as you mentioned, is super impactful. So you can imagine that we get a lot of requests uh, for our research and support. Hmm. We typically handle these requests in three ways. First is exactly what you mentioned, kind of handling the intakes. Uh, Our team won't really ever consider a study unless the business question proposed has a VP, vice president, or higher sponsor who also commits to taking action on whatever we find. so that's super important, you know, kind of Right. so that, like you said, we're, you know, we're not wasting our time throughout those two to eight weeks. There's upfront, we've agreed that something will happen based on what we find. And within that then is prioritization. Um, Meredith, our team leader who is on the, the previous episode about research and insights. She has two operating committees that are made up of key leaders representing different functions within the company. Mm-hmm. And she kind of works with them to not only discuss our latest insights, but help prioritize where to focus next. Uh, We work really hard to make sure that our studies level up to the top company's priorities. And I think successful companies and teams especially make sure that their overall company strategy cascades down to the different teams work. And then lastly, a, a key focus of ours lately is to have closed loop insights. This means taking the business question, identifying the key impact metrics that come from the study and determining the action that will be taken by the business, who will take it and what decisions will be made from it. This helps us create a plan to measure the impact in, the fe- in a future time period to make sure that we're realizing value.
0: So how detailed do you capture, uh, I guess, quote unquote, the requirements, right? Do, you, do our business uh, stakeholders have clear understanding and expectation of the insights, or are, or are they, you know, more or less, you know, open-ended and um, open to, you know, whatever data says?
2: Now it is it is combination of both, Alex. Uh, uh, at times the question is very direct, and at, at times the question is very open-ended. So in both the cases, uh, what we do is we we for formalize the methodology, we do a proper uh, expectation setting and peer reviews, and and, and set uh, the. And, and, and set the scope uh, up front. Uh, we don't only look at all the studies from or we execute from one dimension. We'd execute from multiple dimensions. As we said, it is mostly cross-functional. So we at times justify uh, the two to eight weeks uh, time we take because we are not looking at from one, dim- one lens. We look at from multiple lens, which could impact uh, the study or the outcome. Got
0: it. OK. Uh, well. To peel the onion, if you will, you know one level, you know deeper, right? What does the workflow look like behind the scene, you know, uh, within these, you know, engagements?
2: So behind the scenes, Alex, all of us wants to provide uh, the best insights experience we say to our stakeholders. When I say insights experience, it's nothing but providing relevant insights, and right. at the same time, uh, providing great en- engagement experience because we work in partnership with the with this, our stakeholders and when i say insights experience and the, the reason we want to provide best insights experience is because we believe insights experience directly correlates with study activation or i, say, I, I we say insights activation because we want whatever we are uh, insights are providing the recommendation we are sharing it should be adopted uh, so again uh, we understand that in analytics the, the or in uh, insights the last mile problem is of adoption or activation right. so with every study we consist- consistently focus on insights adoption and measuring the impact. We call it closed loop insights framework, which Avery just talked about uh, earlier. Uh, broadly, uh, once we get the requirement, uh, uh, we typically uh, divide our study uh, journey into three phases. Uh, to call them, first the analysis phase, then the review phase, and then the distribute phase. Okay. In the, an- in the analysis phase, uh, we understand the business requirements, uh, we define the scope, prepare methodology, we execute the study and get, get the methodology sign off from the stakeholders and, and and develop insights and then the final stage recommendations. So, so to, to execute this study, we use uh, SQL queries to pull the data required data in the right structure manner. Um, most of this uh, data or co- data or the output of the query is directly fed into the tableau to analyze the data. And uh, then certain statistical significant tests are done to check if the findings are statistically significant. So, so insights are shared in a presentation format normally with the stakeholder. So this is our analysis phase. However, in parallel, uh, the review phase also goes on. So this, this phase runs, as I said, in parallel to the analysis phase, uh, we do frequent peer reviews within the team and also with the identify subject matter experts from other teams in the data analytics space suppose we are work working on a marketing uh, assignment uh we'll we'll also have a subject matter expert or a senior person from the marketing team to review our findings and give us uh, real-time feedback to okay. check whether we are on right track or not Got it. last yeah lastly in in the third phase it's a distribution distribute phase uh depending on the sensitivity of the data we share insights on various uh with on various mediums like attempts we have launch emails uh, we share insights on we have a web portal uh, we have a quarterly newsletter where we share uh, snippets of the, the insights work we have done um, mm-hmm. Etc. and content of this phase depends on the sensitive information. So when I say sensitive info, it means uh, does it include any forward-looking risk assessments, future gap analysis, et cetera. Right, okay.
0: I love the simplicity, how you broke it down into three phases, right? You know, it's, uh, wow, I'm getting, I'm learning so much. And I had no idea that, you know, all these you know, activities are so simple and so laid out right and one thing that actually stood out and which you uh, you have already addressed it you basically take the action or you know close that loop before that you know even gets to your queue right so that is essentially the formula for success ma- making sure that once the insights are ready action will be taken right um okay this this is amazing and coming into uh, you mentioned at the er- uh, earlier that you know the team members have you know diverse backgrounds Right. And I'm more curious, what would uh, how has your data journey has been in terms of, you know, uh, coming into this role or, you know, stepping to this role, transitioning to this role?
1: Yeah, thanks for asking, Alex. As, as Charis mentioned, our team is super diverse in our background. Um, some people, you know, are more data science heavy, some more consulting focused. Uh the The best part about that is we we truly complement and lean on each other. Um, we you know some people will teach teach each other R, teach each other Python. and it allows us to have a lot of skills and variability of time right. within our studies, which is important to to keeping them fresh and um, significant. Right. My data journey personally has not been a straight line, but one full of lots of swerves. All right. I've worked in uh, four different industries, actually, and in a few different capacities. Um,
0: All
2: right. Tell us us about it. (laughs) Absolutely. That's that's what I say, diverse background.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So I, I started my career at a school in consulting, but focused in the sports entertainment space. And yeah, so, so very focused on an industry there and it was dealing with a lot of different professional sports teams and leagues and also how tech companies kind of played in that space as well. Um,
0: Any high caliber uh, sportsmanship that you can name? Uh,
1: (laughs) uh, I worked a lot with the NFL um, and Microsoft is a big sponsor of the NFL. So worked on uh, that collaboration which was super interesting and lots of data, as you can imagine. Yeah. Uh, from there, from there, then I actually moved on to e-commerce operations in the retail space,
0: hmm.
1: which is where I really developed kind of my passion for understanding the inner workings of a business. Right. I feel as if operations a lot of times is usually a vague term for doing a little bit of everything. <laughs> And that's kind of where I really began to be exposed to how all right. the different areas of a business are connected.
2: Okay.
1: For example, you know, is how inventory and supply chain management impacts the customer experience and how okay. technology and data can really make or break a company.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: After that, I then kind of gained a deeper technical experience um, when I went back into consulting, but focused on government and cybersecurity analytics at Booz Allen Hamilton. And um, Yeah. And and working with the government uh, taught me a lot about how data can empower and impact the experience and safety, not only of our our country, but our soldiers. Um, So that was a a very unique experience. And then now about a year and a half later, uh, I've been at service now and I'm really bringing all of those experiences together by using data analytics and business knowledge and experience to really help drive our company towards its goals.
0: Wow, had no idea. I'm yeah. so glad you're, you joined service now. <laughs> uh, We're like lucky to have you. Absolutely, <laughs> Cheris, How about you?
2: Uh, yes. So my personal journey, Alex, has been very fascinating so far. Uh, I can frame it in a closed loop framework uh, where one part of the career or job yeah. led to the another one. <laughs> right. uh, so I, I started my career as a research analyst uh, with focus on secondary research in tec- PMT space, which is technology, media, and uh, uh, technology, media and telecom. Uh, okay. But uh, and then after that, I moved uh, from research to advisory uh, role in KPMG, one of the big fours. Right. Uh, there, I learned how a research is consumed for effective advisory. So after spending some time in advisory in KPMG, I, I got uh, I, I went into a uh, moved into pure play value consulting uh, f- for Oracle in the cloud CX application space. So uh, in this uh, we learned uh, I learned that in value consulting uh, how advisory can be translated into dollar values. So after doing this value consulting for cloud applications, I landed uh, in service now almost three and a half years ago. Uh, so, so in case we have to draw um, uh, uh, a loop or a framework, so it started with research, to advisory, to value consulting, and then to business insights. Yeah. Uh, so this is my career loop, uh, ge- uh, data journey uh, till date. Uh, and uh, my role in uh, R&I has helped me apply all my previous experience, to bring all my previous experience to life. Right. Uh, also in the later part of my career, I, I realized how important are these BI tools and data science tools to be a successful analyst. Right. Uh, so I'm learning all these skills along the way.
0: <laughs> awesome, and I can only imagine to hear the rest of the team's background, right? I'm just you know getting a glimpse of it, and I'm humbled you know to have uh, uh, to be you know working t- uh, together with you guys. Um, and last but and two pronged question, um, this is you know especially for those who are thinking of you know transitioning or you know, uh, or thinking in, tr- in terms of moving into you know the analytics space, right? What do you enjoy the most in this role? And on the flip side, uh, what do you not enjoy the most in this role? What is the most frustrating and the most enjoyable part of this? If you can shed some light.
1: Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, I personally, I, I love how what I do is never the same. Um, I love the opportunity to learn about all the different parts of ServiceNow, such as what Cheris mentioned in the beginning, whether it's sales, marketing, products, services, et cetera. Our work is extremely relevant and gives us a voice in a lot of important conversations because we can support our findings with facts from data. Right. Um, It's super challenging. I would say extremely challenging, uh, especially being at a high growth tech company with mountains of data. We can't ever really get content or complacent. Right. Um, yeah. So, and, and I would say I'm, I personally am an extremely curious person. So there's a lot to learn, which is extremely satisfying. And in terms of what I, what I don't enjoy, I wouldn't say there's a lot. Um, but what I've learned is that it's okay to fail and that you, when dealing with data, you will fail. Yeah. Uh, there's times where you miss a calculation or you didn't know to apply a certain logic to the data, but, i think mistakes happen and if you maintain a growth mindset you'll continue to succeed
0: is there any particular failure or lessons learned that stands out to you
1: um there's definitely been a couple times (laughs) that service now or i've just been a part of pulling data the completely wrong way (laughs) whether it was due to you know tribal knowledge within the company or um, just not Maybe referencing the right table uh, when you you know. Once the longer you're here, the more you learn, and I'm right. very fortunate to have colleagues such as chairs who have tenure and know mm, yeah. the data in the company a lot better than I do. So there's definitely some growing pains, and there's been some moments where I've presented something that was completely wrong, and you have to you know laugh and brush it off and move on.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, can't agree more with uh, every. So yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Absolutely.
0: Cheers. how how about you?
2: Yeah. So so in addition to the the points which every mentioned, two things that I enjoy or value uh, most in my role is first is impact. So yeah. so the positive impact we leave on the customers, our company's goal is immense, and we feel so happy when your studies or your insights or the recommendations are being brought to life or being implemented. That's. That that is a that's a very uh, that's a ma- amazingly uh, that's an amazing experience I would say. Right. Uh, so I always think of how many people we are able to help through our work, yes. and I believe that making a product or a service more efficient uh, or effective allows me to interact and help teams internally to get their job done. So so that's the first part which is impact. Yes. Uh, on on the second, as Avery also mentioned, this point uh, the no new challenges that comes with each and every study. So right. no, none of the studies is same, right? So, mm-hmm. so all of them are different from different perspective, different backgrounds, different questions. So this helps uh, me personally to continuously develop my problem solving skills and critical uh, thinking skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love what I do. So there's nothing much yeah. I can I say that I do not like in this role, but yeah, of course there are day-to-day challenges as in any other consulting role, but all of those are learning opportunities, I believe.
0: All right. On that point, what is the most uh, insights you know that you're proud of that stands out?
2: Uh, uh, approximately one and a half years ago, we did a study uh, on the customer experience, the importance of customer experience uh, uh, for our customers, and how how uh, what impacts their growth rate. Uh, so, the study results uh, led to a creation of the uh, entire suborg within the company. So, mm-hmm. that's the kind of impact which we generate. MV and we, I think wow. it was a cross team effort, and I'm sure everybody is so proud of that study, which led to a creation of uh entire suborg within the organization.
0: That's right. Actually, I do recall it was actually featured on uh, SCO 2019, wasn't it? Or SCO 2020.
2: Bang on, Alex. Uh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. That
0: was, I, again, uh, speaks in volume, right. And the power of that, you know, influence and power, you know, with data. So I guess if we can, you know, add a plug, you know, making world of work work better with data, right. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Absolutely. Definitely this team, you know, hits it right on the nail. Again, I know you guys have, you know, very busy day, uh, busy day with data. And thank you very much for taking time speaking with me and, um, We'll, ha- we'll be glad to have you guys in the future.
1: Thank you so much for having us, Alex. This was, this was super fun.
2: Thank you, Alex, for having us. It was very nice talking to you. Thank you. This was an episode five
0: of Analytics at ServiceNow, produced by one and only Matt Ackerman. In the next episode, we will cover a day in a life of business process owner, to find more needles in a haystack. Spoiler alert, analytics on workflows. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, be sure to subscribe and share with others. Remember, sharing is caring. Until next time.